So you're running in circles, got a bug in your head Feel the needles and pins, get them out of my head Take a chance on a rumor, heard from a friend That something is gonna change, yeah It's creeping up slowly, she's taking me over It's turning me on, come on I take a chance now, with every breath that I take I roll up my dreams and throw them away fuck man that was uh that was dope thank you man thank you man uh welcome back mr cotter thank you mr cotter thank you mr cotter were you welcoming me back or welcoming other uh people who were listening back both oh thanks man Double. yeah welcome you back from the zone because you're clearly in it i was fucking in it you're right deep in it and uh welcome back to the listeners it's time to get uh thoroughly entertained again season two we're going season, season two. two dos backed by popular demand demand or demand or demand well i wasn't sure was i you said both you said both two birds with one stone okay, yeah you get two two birds with one stone season two, two two birds with one stone demand 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 thank you how you been man it's been locked down three weeks wait four weeks three weeks uh eight <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think you'll find Three it's eight months. weeks. Yeah, it's eight weeks. I think you'll find it's roughly eight weeks. <laughs> I said it so confidently. I, I know you did. So I guess yeah. that I guess you've answered your own question there with how you're doing. Yeah, mate. Shockingly is the answer. Shockingly, every every week feels like another week. <laughs> week upon weeks. Look, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um. I think I I kind of feel like this one's hit a little harder than that yeah. first one. I think this is Sydney's peak. I don't remember us being this long in lockdown on the very initial outbreak. Yeah, no, no, no. We're we're real bad at the moment, but it's made me feel for Melbourne people because they've been in lockdown for fucking however long. But uh, yeah, I think the first one was the first one was novel. In a fucked up way, wasn't not in a good way. Yeah. No, in a in a bad way. But I think this one is just, I don't know. Everyone is just real bummed out. Like everyone is real bummed out, and I think kind of and to be like and for good reason. I think it's all a bit insane at the moment. But you know, that's that's life. That's life. This is your life. This is your life by um. That's life. No, not like Whitney. That two days. This is your life, Ray Martin. Ray Martin, and then Mike Monroe. Took it over, I think you'll find. He did, did he? Yeah, he did. My word. My yeah. word. Uh, you're gonna. Co- I've got a new. I've got a new arrival as well. Yeah. Um. I was gonna introduce the head scar to the podcast, but I wasn't sure. The third speaker. Yeah. You want to give us a bit of a backstory to that fresh new scar on your head? <sighs> yeah. I um. Yeah. So for for those those listening at home, I um have. How big do you reckon it is? I would say about three point four to three point six meter. <laughs> look, I look. I reckon it's probably t- maybe two to two to three inches. Two to three. Two to three inches. Oh, don't uh, say scar short, on my forehead. What's that? Don't say yourself short. No, no, no. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, I, um, <laughs> it's a grower, yeah, not yeah. a shower. It's a. Gr- it, it's fucking oath, isn't it? A grower. It isn't it a grower. Um, anyway, so I've got a, a pretty large scar on my forehead at the moment after getting a, uh, a BCC removed off my head for the third time. Uh, anyway, it was 
I thought, you know, kind of went in the other week, kind of expecting it to be just like a, a bit of a cutout kind of procedure. As I said, it's like the third time I've had it kind of looked at. Uh, and the specialist guy, he just kind of didn't tell me that it was, he didn't tell me the size. So I kind of, I like for about three days, I had like a, uh, like a, like a bandage on it, which was like a pretty big bandage. And I thought, oh, you know, like they're just trying to be. I can confirm. I, I, uh, I saw a few stills with the bandage. Yeah. A couple of stills. I got a little thirsty and I chucked it on Instagram. Did you you saw that? You sure did. Yeah. I was. What a dehydrated boy. I had a very, very dry mouth that day. Very dry mouth. Um, but so I chucked that on. Um, really good pickup on that, by the way. If you ever want to get real engagement on your Instagram, um, get give yourself a, sh- a terrible, terrible uh, disfigurement. It f- fucking hell. Sells itself. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's a... Uh, yeah, uh, I took the bandage off about two nights ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. On a, on a Friday night so I'd, I'd had a few beers and I was kind of just feeling ah look you know it's been on for a week or so time to get it off let's have a look at the damage let's you know let's shed some light on the subject and I took it off and I got the shock of my life because it's uh, yeah it's not insignificant I'll put it that way I'll, I'll take a photo no, it's certainly not insignificant no 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 no. it's uh, a significant other it's a significant other I uh, Limp Bizkit album absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah that's, that was good, man. That was sick. But anyway, yeah, so that's the uh, that's the story of my head. Um, but yeah, good. as I said, the main thing to take out of that is to wear sunscreen. But also, if you want to get some real Insta engagement, get a massive fuck-off cut on your head. And there's a lot of people out there... Um, that have YouTube channels and websites dedicated to how to get the most out of your Instagram and engagement. And I haven't noticed that any of them have put that kind of information in. So this is something that we're offering for free. Um, And I think you'll see your engagement um, rise exponentially. Skyrocket. Skyrocket. I had a thought afterwards, Woody, and I'd be interested to know your feedback here, Jake, because I know that you, you love a joke. You know, you you, you bloody love a joke. So in the uh, in the thirsty video, the video that I did on of the of the scar, I wonder. Um, I was gonna put like the Harry Potter theme song behind it as I did the little video, and then I didn't. But then I thought about it, and I thought I don't know whether that'd be a bit of a joke you know a bit of a fun joke and then uh anyway it was an afterthought that i had it was an afterthought um i don't really have an opinion uh as i have never seen harry potter because i was too busy being a cool dude okay hanging out cool dudes yeah cool dudes say cool dude that's hanging out so we've ticked off lockdown we've ticked off my enormous scar just trying to think of We've ticked off. We're back with season two. That's another big three ticks, but we've got four ticks because we've got a guest today. We do. We do. So we have the very talented ladies in The Boys. We've got Tess and Hillary joining us. Sick, man. Stoked about this. Pulled a rabbit out of our hat for that one, didn't we? Bloody oath, mate. VIPs. I can't believe we got them. I can't believe we got them. But um, yeah, we're very, very stoked. And there's going to be a bit of a theme this season of... 
um, we're just going to continue to get on some talented artists to make us realize how much of a couple of failures we are. Yeah. 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 That's, I think that's, that's fair. But, uh, yeah, look, anyway, good to, good to, good to have a chat. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, do you want to do it? Yeah. Let's bring them in. All right. Sick one. All right, we're back for another episode of Talk to Tilled. Looking good, Greggy, as per usual. Today, Thanks, buddy. we are joined by the legends in the boys, Tess and Hillary. How are you? Yeah, we're great. Yeah. How are you going? Round of, round, round of applause. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, bring them in. Bring them in. Requisite pats on the back. Thanks, guys. That was actually quite good from, you know, if you can't take, you know, applause from two strangers, then I guess who can you take it from? But look, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we are, yeah, super happy to have you and super thankful that you've made time to, to be here. This is uh, super cool. We're both really excited. Yeah. So yeah thanks for having us. We're really stoked. Okay. Um, I have to start with the, like the prerequisite boring uh, lockdown question about how you guys have been handling lockdown because... It's been a weird one. This is secondly, this is like definitely our like second round, our Sydney second round, which is like looking pretty dire at the moment. And it's all it's all a bit depressing. But um, how's it been? It's been all right. Or have you losing your minds? A bit of both. Do you want to go first, Phil? Um, yeah, I've been mostly okay. I feel like um, I've been really lucky that I didn't lose, I guess, my day job. Whereas the, the last year's lockdown, I lost quite a lot of. Um, daytime work so it was a bit trickier on the bank account but um this time around it's been okay i'm i'm really lucky i live close to to water within my 5k so i've been going for lots of winter swims which i probably normally wouldn't uh, be doing so frequently um if not for the lockdown but um yeah some some big troughs nonetheless i think maybe tess oh yeah. do you mean the troughs of losing gigs and oh we had some, yeah 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 and I think um, I, I've heard a lot of people talking about how this lockdown was a lot harder than the previous one. And I think um, maybe before, because everything was sort of new, you, it, it kind of was like a, a different adventure. And I think losing the gigs and the tours and stuff a second time around was pretty devastating. But I mean, personally... Um, I feel like I'm pretty adaptable and have been able to sort of make the most of my time. I've got quite a bit of other work that I do. Um, and so it gave me you know, a chance to do that, which is boring. But I moved to, I live in um, the inner west and I, I moved to Narrabeen. And so I had this, I was right on the beach. Um, That's and, great. Yeah, it was great. I, I'm not there now. I, I moved back. Um, but... I, what I did get from it was um, I learned how, how to use Ableton, which is, which is um, I don't know, how, how would you describe what Ableton is? It's like a, a platform on which you can sort of make, make songs digitally. So I suppose usually my experience of making music would be in a studio and someone comes with an idea and you kind of jam it out. But with this, we've sort of been able to sort of send ideas and I'm, I play drums in the boys and so I've been 
Um, I've become quite good at drumming with my fingers on a MIDI controller. Um, <laughs> That's great. And it's a whole new way to make music. It's great. Totally. That's sick. I think, I think, yeah, I think that, um, that's, that's a really good way to keep busy and maybe a tool that you all might use as a band even after lockdown, like to be able to put your ideas straight down is, is pretty cool. Yeah. I, um, yeah. sorry, I, I've been, I, so I live in the inner West and Jake lives by the water and Jake's always kind of often like sending me messages and stuff about him at the beach just in the water, in the sand. It's um, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's look. He's just really quick to remind me uh, that that's where he lives, and it, and it's a little. He's a little too quick to remind me that that's where he lives. Um, well, my so. my five my five k. There's like an app where you can put in your five k radius, and two kilometers of that for me is the ocean. So I've got to make the most of it. So and you've been swimming two k out, right? Well, and yeah, yeah. Back, like and back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to become an Ironman. Oh, that was your lockdown goal. That's my lockdown goal. Um, uh, Trevor Hendy, like trying to be on like the cover (laughs) of Vitabrits or something. That's what I'm trying. Nutrigrain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cool. I thought you wanted to be like that guy. What's his name? He went out with Miley Cyrus for a bit. Slash, maybe they're still together. Tried to get into the Australian Olympic team. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Um, Cody. No, Cody. Cody. Yes. He was trying to be a swimmer, wasn't he? From a pop star to a swimmer. I think he actually is a good swimmer. I think he's, yeah, been doing okay. Yeah, he, uh, there was a 60-minute story on him. I missed it, but... Really? Oh, me, me too. <laughs> you could have taken some notes, Jake. You should have watched it. I should have watched it yeah, and taken some inspiration. Well, it started off that way, but now... Um, and especially the first one was all, like, swimming and exercising, but this one's turned more into maccas and just waiting until the earliest time i can get drunk every day every day so <laughs> that's different it is a, that is a bit different yeah, isn't it's, it i mean like it's, they're both good they're both good in their they're own they're both way. good in their own yeah i um if yeah look i mean if i just want to make you feel bad jake just because of that so i've actually bought i've turned into a full-blown fuckwit i've bought myself a garmin um, exercise watch. Oh, good for you. Because I've taken, yeah, I've taken on running. Um, so yeah, anyway, I, I, I run now. I'm a runner. Nice. I'm a Strava. Yeah. So yeah. if there's nothing that screams middle age, then joining Strava. Um, anyway, that's where I'm at. I, I, I do think that, um, it's definitely a middle age thing when you, or, or maybe it's like, yeah, when you start to get into your 30s that you start becoming interested in those things, those, like, Fitbits and, like, counting your steps. Absolutely. And, yeah. Are you, like, so what's your what's your running thing? Are you, are you doing, like, long Thank you for... I, I appreciate you asking because I was hoping that Jake would prop me a little bit more because I'm not yeah. finished. Well, I'm, I'm furious about it, to be honest. Yeah, I know you've got... Yeah, that's, that's, that's the reason I brought it up. But I... Um, yeah, look, I, I ran... So on Sunday... On Sunday, I ran 13Ks. Huge. Do you want to clap that? Not, not quite you City to Surf, but let's, let's no, keep going. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not quite City to, city to Surf. Um, but anyway, that was the longest that I've ever run in my life. But see, well, it doesn't necessarily matter. No, 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 it's fine. Right? It's, pretty, it's yeah, not great. You might be running really fast. I'm backtracking. So, like, 13 kilometers could be great if you're, like, you know. I'm also... I'm also not sure if that's. Yeah. I'm also not sure if that's legal, Greg. So anyway, 
No, oh, no. wait. The, leave me yeah. out of it. Leave me out of it. Leave me Dude, out of it. Come on, mate. Leave me out wait, of it. This is a podcast about rock and roll, bro. I don't want the man sitting in on this. On this uh, leave me call. out of it, but that sounds a bit illegal to me. No, look, it was I, I heard that happen. Was... I think this was in the in the last lockdown, but there was someone who um who had like booked a, a trip to climb Everest, and because of lockdown, they didn't get to go. So they did the equivalent number of steps in their house, and I was like, I just though I feel like if you ask anyone who's climbed Everest, they're not really gonna think it's the same thing. Like you can't say like. I've climbed Everest and then in the fine print, like, through by my house or something. <laughs> With a big picture of Everest, like, <laughs> sitting in, at the end of your room. When I, when I was in year five, my, my year five teacher made our class do something similar. For sport, he made us walk the Canning stock route, which I would have to Google. I don't know how long that is. But it was just we'd walk laps around the school playground. <laughs> For like an hour and then he'd like mark off how many laps and then we'd sort of like charted on a map this like imaginary stock route in Australia as if we were actually doing it. We all got really into it, but it's kind of nuts when you <laughs> on on the retail. Something I'm not, I'm not sure if that's legal either. There's a lot <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> Did he work at the school or was he just uh, just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was he was great. Uh, rab- <laughs> rabid Richmond Tigers supporter. So I don't know, maybe he was just in the dumps about their form at the time or something. Fair enough. They're uh, they're right up there these days, aren't they? Rich yeah, men, yeah, uh, three three and four years, I believe. Who's counting? Uh, me, a non-Richmond <laughs> supporter. <laughs> who 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 do you, who do you cheer for? Uh, I go for the West Coast Eagles. And how are they going? Uh, terrible. Oh, yeah, not well. They could have they could have made the finals this year and they're and they're not. I, I really tapped out actually um, during lockdown. I stopped following the AFL, but um, my family is really into it. And now the finals are about to start again, so I'm doing some like you know pretty intense research so I can have opinions again. <laughs> nice, getting spreadsheets together. Like Hillary's a Hillary's a very keen like sportsman, so I'm kind of interested in this that you stopped following football. Was there a- yeah, I think there's a few things. Uh, you heard it here first. Talk to Till. This is a gone. <laughs> oh, this is really nerdy. There, there was a there's there was this really great podcast called The Outer Sanctum. It was all these women talking about um, the AFLM and the AFLW, and it kind of made me really listening to that podcast made me feel really proud to be an AFL supporter because yeah. obviously there's like so many issues with the sport, and it can be like you know, really, really horrific in so many ways, um, particularly when it comes to, say, social issues. But they were just having these, like, really amazing conversations and it made me, like, incredibly optimistic as to, like, the direction that the sport is heading and that there were all these people sort of involved um, in the code that are, like, trying to make it better and trying to make it more inclusive for more people and um, they were sort of unabashed in their love for the game. And then they got, like can from the abc or something i'm not really sure exactly what happened so they just like went on a three-month hiatus and when i stopped listening to that i don't know the games maybe it's like coincidental that my team also lost form but um you know love love watching losing games every week (laughs) we'll go but yes yeah yeah they've (laughs) um they've started back up just this last week um so i'm listening again and it's i don't know it's exciting to be back into it how much did um did everyone get into the Olympics during lockdown? I don't think I've ever been so like 
into sport is when you're locked in a house for like <laughs> 24 hours a day. Totally. I was, I was very into the table tennis. Really? I didn't like yeah, it so much. They moved too quickly. It was just too quick. It was too quick. <laughs> it's pretty intense. And a big fan of the the Woodies or the Wood the something we've got the, the Woodies. <laughs> no, not the Woodies. Not the not the old. Tennis. That's about ten. It's about fifteen <laughs> years ago, I think. The... <laughs> From the peach ad. We are the best wood choppers in the world. The choppies or something like that. <laughs> that's that was the Easter show to that circa yeah, 2000, yeah, them, 2000. Them, that's, you're, you're them, getting it. <laughs> I like them. They're my favorite. <laughs> no, choppies, yeah, that is sick. The choppies. Do you remember how there was that? Remember how there was that like massive, big, fat, like barrel-chested dude with a mustache who was like an axe, like who was like a wood chopper who was just like a superstar for like two years, and then all of a sudden he disappeared. Anyway, he was just well, the, he didn't, he, a, he, he didn't, show. He didn't disappear in my world. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, he's everywhere. Anyway, no, I wish that I I didn't really follow the Olympics that much this year, which is a bit. I don't know. I feel I don't really feel like a patriot. I, I feel I feel like I've let the kind of I've let myself down and I've let my country down a little bit. But um, fractured yeah, anyway. federalism is a uh... yeah yeah. I've really uh, I've really let everyone down. But um, it was a uh, yeah. I I haven't what have I been doing? I haven't really been doing that much. Not watching too much Olympics. Not watching kind of too much current affairs. Trying to like not watch the news just because that was doing my head in for. Mm. Do it, like watching that for too long was just a little bit too much um but yeah Tessa it was like it, it feels it feels like this second round is way more way more serious kind of the lockdown like everyone's just super bummed out and I feel so I, I feel um like tremendously for people in Victoria just because this is it was like a couple of days ago it was like their 200th day in lockdown which is pretty fucking mental you know considering I'm like getting over our, and this is like just the beginning of our third month or something like that. I can only imagine what it would be like for, for those guys. Um, but yeah, it's been a, certainly a, like a weird vibe. It's for sure. Yeah. I think also we've had like unexpectedly great weather. So like the <laughs> impetus to go outside, even if it's for the requisite hour in those, you know, local government areas of concern and stuff like, um, I don't know. I think it makes it a bit easier for me personally anyway. Like the last week it's been pretty drizzly, pretty grey and I notice my mood sort of drops um, when when that happens. But like today's a sunny day and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do life. Like this is this is manageable, you know, this is great. See, I love the I, – I want it to be like shitty and rainy all day long because then I just don't think that I'm missing out on anything. You know what I mean? I'm just like thinking like, well, can't go outside anyway and it's shit. So it kind of really gives me an excuse to be a total – just like a total bunker down. Yeah. yeah, exactly. How are you right. going to get your runs? Great. How are you going to get your runs in though? Look, don't you, don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Oh, check Strava. That's how I'm going to get my runs in, bro. Check my uh, serious. Uh, look, I, uh, yeah, I've um, I can't believe that I'm a Strava man. It's really, it's a bit embarrassing to be honest. We've all got our secrets. We've all got our secrets. <laughs> Girls, I want to change gears a little bit and touch on. Um, firstly. Congratulations on the success with Bad Habit. That um, that was a, that that's been huge. Did yeah? I guess, I guess I guess did it take you by surprise the reaction um, that that it's got so far? Um. Look. Yes. 
I mean, I'm, I'm only speaking for myself, not Hillary. Exactly. Yeah, I can yeah, answer yeah, for her, yeah. but uh, I knew it from the beginning. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been. It was kind of funny because I suppose the way you feel your like you know if something's going well is like you play a gig and maybe there's a whole you know you're playing bigger shows and there's a whole bunch of fresh faces like we're a live band that's sort of what our um i don't know maybe how we identify not really not so much as sure, a recording sure, band. Sure, sure. and so it's been kind of weird because it's just kind of like words you know like there's been no nothing tangible um so it's it's like we we sort of it, it, we've been so stoked with how um, much Triple J has taken it on, and that's been really awesome. Um, but it's it, it was yeah, it's just it's just been a bit of a funny experience because we can't that there's nothing to like really feel the success except for you know reading some things that um, our manager is sending us or um, you know seeing how many plays it's getting. But the other thing that's kind of funny about it is. It was actually, um, so Bad Habit's going to be off an EP, which is coming out um, soon. Um, pre- right, I think right. we're, yeah, making an announcement about it soon. But um, it was actually, the, I think it was the last song for us to put on it. Like, we had a bunch of songs that, um, oh, wow, that wow. we were considering, and it was kind of this one at the end that we were like, tossing up between that one and a different one and went back and forth and in the end that one scraped through <laughs> and then it was the banger a banger there's another banger coming out certified yeah it was banger. kind of it was yeah it, all of them are i would say so believe, <laughs> you know, a, exactly sell it. exactly um yeah it was really funny like i feel like choosing the songs on the EP as to like what made it on and what made it off was such a roller coaster because I feel like we all went in or I know speaking for myself went in feeling like I had a pretty clear idea of what songs I felt really like passionately about and maybe some of the songs that I was like oh well maybe they need more work and maybe not for this EP but we'll keep sort of like you know working away at them and seeing if we can like make them better and stuff like that and then like I would come away after a, a session of us working together and I just feel like totally the opposite. Like suddenly my favorite song, I was like, oh, actually, you know what? I could probably take that. This new song that we've like worked on is just like, you know, better than I could have possibly have ever imagined. So I don't know it was actually a very, very exciting experience. I think like um, seeing kind of songs shift and, and improve as like we kind of worked on it. And it's, yeah, seeing them take shape and direction. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's like, you know, that that kind of tricky thing, I don't know, I find it sometimes a little bit painful where you get really attached to like one iteration of a song or like a particular section and then like, you know, having to like come to terms with actually maybe it doesn't serve the song and it's just like it's familiarity that makes it work and stuff like that. That, um, yeah, it was kind of interesting process as well to, to go through. Um, and then, of course, the end product is, is so great. So it's all worth it. And, I don't know. I I thought we did a really good job. Can I say that? Or am I meant to be a bit of more self deprecating? No, we'll, we'll, I love we'll that say song. <laughs> we'll say it for you. It's bloody great, and we can't wait to hear the rest. Sorry, Tess, I cut you off before. Oh no, I I love that song. I think I just I think it's so awesome, and we were lucky enough to get um a little tour in between the the two lockdowns and. Um, it was really awesome to see the crowd responding to it because, 
um, it, like we heard people singing along to it and that always kind of floors you like you still you know we you're uh, theoretically aware that it's being played on the radio and that you know there must be people hearing it but then to hear some you know a whole the whole crowd singing it back to you is really awesome and I think that's when I was like oh I think the people love it <laughs> That's amazing. Like That's the you dream, know, it's right? Like, it's like dream. your child, right? You love you love your child, um, but do the other people love your child, or are they just saying that they love your child? And totally. That's, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> totally. And to to your credit, um, as well, even though I know it's hard to book shows at the moment, I feel the boys have been quite active and engaging a lot on through social media platforms, through the lockdown. Um, is that something that you talk about as a group or something that kind of comes naturally to you all? Um, you go, Hill. Uh, I was just going to say, I think Zoe is a bit of a, a social media fiend. Like, all credit kind of goes to her. She can be a bit of a mastermind. I think um, our manager, Nat, has, has done a really good job of trying to sort of, I guess, um, encourage us... Like our, our group chats across kind of all platforms, I feel like are perpetually sort of like going off all the time. Um, and I think um, we're slowly maybe gaining a little bit more confidence to sort of let the world see maybe what's happening, the kind of banter that might be happening or like silly conversations that are happening in the chat sort of out into the public. Um, and thus far, I think it's I think it's going okay. No one's um, too horrified that I know of. So yeah, my mum, my mum's an avid boys follower on the Instagram. She's getting positive, positive responses from her. Excellent. So. I think that's great advice, and I think um, even now you're hearing that, Greg. I want my own bloody band to hear that. Be active in the group chat and get shit done. Does Strava have a group chat function? Or? Yeah, Strava does. Strava's got a great chat function. I'm glad you brought that up, Hillary. Yeah, Jake, if you really want to reach me, buddy, just. Give me some kudos on Strava and throw a comment my way. Uh, my bloody uh, to oh, Greg, are you the non-replier? No, actually, it's not Greg. It's not Greg. I won't name names. But it's, it's not Greg. I won't name names, but it's definitely the other two. The other two people in the band that aren't Jake or Ryan. Oh, uh, no, I re- I think the uh, I think the group chat is the real boiler room of uh, of bands. You know, I think, and if the if the group chat ain't smoking, then the band ain't. Cooking. Um, yeah, that was cooking good, actually. I was trying to think of something that rhymed, but well, cooking was real good. Just go my way. Sick. Just do it my way. Yep. No, I will. Um, when you guys when you guys are writing, are you writing all together? Or do you have... Are there kind of... Do, do, I mean, like, is it a collaboration thing? Or are there some more kind of uh, prominent songwriters in the group as opposed to... Yeah, I suppose know, it, it ca- happens in a couple of different ways. Um, sometimes... Zoe, who is, and, and the process has sort of evolved the longer that we've been together and gotten to know each other and, and you know, each of our sort of strengths and, and that sort of thing. Um, but what often will happen is Zoe will bring us, um, so Zoe is the singer and plays rhythm guitar, and she will bring an idea and it might be, um, you know, a bit of rhythm guitar and like a sort of vocal melody with you know, maybe it's like a verse and a chorus and then um, we will jam it out as a band um, and sort of work on structure and where we feel it should go or what generally what the feel of the song is. 
Um, and so in that way, it ends up being quite a collaborative effort. Um, and it's, it's really awesome because everyone has, like I said, has their own strengths and brings different things to the table. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, you, the, the way that we can sort of bounce ideas and we will always, we try a lot of things. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, everyone will have all these different ideas of, of what could happen, you know, in the next section of the song or like what the song should sound like and we'll just try them all, you know, and then see what works from there and it kind of evolves that way. Hill, do you want to... Yeah, I think it's that? really exciting as well. Like um, everyone's, like when we're in the band room together, so like pre or outside of lockdowns, we've always been um, like Thursday afternoons or Thursday evenings is always like band time and that's kind of non-negotiable. So we're meeting every week and pretty much every week um, we're working on something new together, which is just like um, always a pretty exciting process. It doesn't necessarily mean you know, we come out with a finished song every week. Often it'll be like, we'll try it and maybe nothing feels like it works and we have to sort of sit in it and marinate it. But I think when we're in that space, everyone's usually pretty receptive to like everybody's ideas. So like, you know, Tess, we had a, we had a song that came out in the last EP called like Wah and that like such an iconic sort of drum beat, you know, you hear it, it kind of makes you want to wind down your car windows and like, shake your head about whilst driving safely maybe um and you know like you 60 you know you, you you sort of like brought that beat and then you know zoe was able to like you know sort of scream over the top um and create a pretty pretty punchy guitar hook from that um and yeah so yeah things things get get built usually from little ideas they they get bigger and clearer as they go on yeah a couple some of my favorite songs have stemmed from hillary bringing in some guitar ideas and then we'll just sort of take it from there so it can also kind of happen quite spontaneously as well that way um yeah but it's i think what becomes really important is this dynamic where everyone has so much respect for each other that it feels i mean the the thing about being in a band is that you have to be quite um okay with you have to be quite brave in putting your ideas forward and then quite okay when people aren't into them or you know you can suggest like okay oh I'm not so big on that but maybe we'll try something different um and I think there's a lot to be said about creating this safe space where you all feel really comfortable to be able to do that um absolutely and I think we're really lucky in the boys where everyone we're all, pretty, you know, relatively good at our instruments and what we do, so we can quite easily just jam things out and then get to some, you know, level of progression that way. But it's really exciting. They feel like, you know, when you start with a song, it feels like this, it's like this little, little creature that you're sort of nurturing and it's growing inside the egg and then one day you just release it and it flies away and that's when you know you release a single and then you hope that it does well in the world um it's a beautiful process but also can i can i put the question to you guys what's it like for you because i hear it's very different for women <laughs> in the, the i was just gonna say you guys were just you guys were just so wonderfully complimentary of each other. It was just incredible. You guys just like, it was uh, really good. No, like, f- 
I think it's funny because I've got like more things like hearing Tess. I want to be like, yeah, and Zoe's like such a lyrics whiz, like she can write so quickly, (laughs) and they're like really punch you in the gut and you make them cry. Literally, our band rehearsals will be like, we'll jam and we'll be like, oh my god, Hillary, you're so amazing. Holy shit, that was incredible. And like, oh my god, yes, Zoe. Yes, you're incredible. Guys, I love our band. This is the best. We are the best. Um, yes, but then I yes. hear that guys are like, that was shit, man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, sorry, can I And what are you doing? Yes, absolutely. We punch on, what, three or four times a rehearsal, generally, like, generally. I was going to say our process is exactly the same without the positivity. <laughs> yeah. If you if you could minus, yeah, if you minus all the complimentary things that you just said about each other, it's exactly the same. Yeah. I yeah. think the positivity makes it all easier because like when you're like, if someone doesn't like an idea or, you know, maybe there's a disagreement as to like structure or something, like the motivation there's like no doubt that the motivation is still shared. Like everyone knows that everyone in the room is trying to make the best song possible or like how to make it, you know, what is what is like musically or lyrically true to like, you know, the moment or thing that we're trying to convey. So um yeah, we tell each other when it's when it's good and we can that also means we can tell each other when when you know, we don't like it as well. I think um, Yeah, absolutely. That's that's really healthy. And to be honest, um we we are we are a lot like that. Um, I think it helps being, um, and it, and I'm just taking a guess that you girls are the same. Being friends outside of the band room for us is uh, is a positive, so we can have uh, a lot of healthy, constructive conversations. And being playing together in various projects for years has helped that. But uh, it definitely wasn't like that in early days of bands. But yeah, we got to that to that lovely sort of sweet spot now as well and we look and to be honest like jokes aside we are actually quite kind with each other like you know yeah, none of us like yeah. jump down each other's you know i'm we're sending this podcast to human resources please i beg i beg you hillary please honestly um no it's yeah I, I reckon we're actually quite i think we actually are quite kind of aware of each other's feelings we don't want to kind of shit on each other way too much but um yeah there's got to be a point where you just go oh man that's not you know not down with that or we need to change this or maybe try it this way yeah i think there's a you know there's a line that you've got to get to before you can and it's interesting what you say about that um you know like being being friends outside of the band because we actually none of us knew each other before the boys so we oh become, wow okay. okay yeah so we've all become friends through band um but it's, you know, we, we, because we sort of live in different parts of Sydney, um, we might not see each other unless we're playing gigs or at rehearsal, but we've definitely noticed that we are at our best and we are the most efficient at songwriting with the tightest playing gigs when we're spending a lot of time around each other. Like, that connection is Absolutely. so important. Um, and it's really funny and I, I want to ask you guys about this because we always joke how um, band rehearsal is also a little bit like it's really great for your mental health because we'll play a song or like you know write a song and then it'll be like oh guys I just have to tell you about this shit thing that happened to me today and I'll be like oh Tessa is so shit I'm so sorry for you and then you know you play another song and like it's this big sort of debrief like 
catching up on each other's lives. And so, what's that like for you guys? Are you there for each other during band practice? Exactly the same. Yeah, exactly the same. (laughs) And I think I, I walk out of band practice feeling lighter and happier every single time. I might not walk in that room feeling that way or I might not even feel like having rehearsal at the time. Uh, but I always feel better for it. It's kind of like going to the gym or something like that. You might be dreading at the time, but you always leave feeling better for it. For sure. I think, yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. It's to, like Strava, it? you know, it's, um, uh, <laughs> it's running out. We, we are, Here we, we go. Yeah, we're, we're, on the, we're on the level. This is mad. Uh, no, Sorry, I, I didn't mean to tell like, you. <laughs> no, I think it's, um, yeah, like I, you work all day and last thing you you know, you Last thing, often last thing I'm going to do is go and, you know, play music for a whole bunch of hours after you've just fucking smashed yourself working all day long. Like it's, it's, I think it's a mission, you know, um, not all the time, certainly, but like often it's like, you know, it's something that's not like super easy. And yeah, I totally agree with you, Jake. I think kind of like, you know, after a couple of hours of playing and just talking shit and just, um, getting it out makes you feel a million dollars. I mean, I think heart, like one of the best parts of, rehearsing with Jake and the rest of the band is coming up with the most ridiculous songs you've ever played in your entire life where you just jam um for anyway like we we have a little bit of a um you know a thing where we just kind of come up with really ridiculous songs and see how long we can play them for before we get really kind of annoyed with them um <laughs> breaks it up know, what's the most What's the most recent one that we had, Jake? I've just forgot, I've forgotten the... Uh, we had a reggae one that was pretty mad. I'd love to hear this. Yeah. Can you, like, um, <laughs> overdub this over the podcast or something? <laughs> we will. We'll find it. We'll find it. It's all in my voice memo <laughs> somewhere. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Ron. We're back now. Just a few uh, technical difficulties, old man Greg there, but we will talk about that off air. Sorry, ladies. So we were talking about, yeah, the dynamic in <laughs> the rehearsal room and how it can get a bit negative. And uh, Greg and I definitely like to carry on that negativity outside of the rehearsal room as well in our relationship, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Yeah, generally, yeah, generally speaking, we've, we're probably like 70, 80% negative and maybe, yeah, 10% positive and then 20% like misc. Indifferent, yeah, miscellaneous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a probably. miscellaneous relationship. There's a, there's a serious percentage, percentage of misc in our relationship, now, I think. Now, moving from negativity to positivity, transition, how's that for being a host? Girls, this is going to be coming out uh, on Thursday the 2nd. And in the real world, you would have just released your new single. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? It's so good. <laughs> I actually feel like it's really great timing because um, I feel like it's a time everyone's emotions are quite high and it's a real, it's a real feeler of a song. Um, it's also not about so, COVID, so, you know, which is you... such a relief. Woo! Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's called, it's called Lie to Me Again. Um, and... It's really great and we're so proud of it. It's being, um, I think we're allowed to say this, it's being premiered um, on Triple J on Monday night. So maybe people would have heard it by now. Um, they would have heard it. They definitely would have heard it by now. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a... Um, so, I mean, Bad Habit was like, 
pretty real drive, like, you know, had a real driving beat, really, like, sort yep. of heavy rock song. And this is definitely sitting back a lot more. Um, and it, it has tambourine. Is that right? Yeah. I'm even right about saying that. Tambourine. I'm sold. Um, yeah, it's a real, like, I don't know, maybe it'll make you cry. But everyone should have a cry every now and then. Yeah, it's a really cathartic song. I would agree. So, uh, you know, if Grey's Anatomy isn't hitting the spot for you, like, just, just listen listen to this new single. Look, it does most nights, but I've, I can't wait to hear the new I, single. I actually haven't yeah, maybe cried. Maybe the early seasons. <laughs> I haven't cried since Grey's Anatomy went off air, so this should be good for me. I actually think it might s- still be going. I don't agree really? on that. No. Yeah. Really? I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's still going. Uh, do you reckon no, Grey's Anatomy will do a live Google? Do you reckon Grey's Anatomy will yeah, yeah, do definitely. a COVID season? Oh, they'll do, they'll do three or four COVID seasons, I would imagine. That's, that's a writer's dream. Fucking hell. But, one, I mean, everyone was kind of like middle-agey some years ago on Grey's Anatomy. Like, surely I, they must properly be... Look, I stopped watching before George left the show. So, um, yeah, it's definitely still going since 2005. So, it's, 15, it's been going for 15 is, is years. Is George and I, I think, dreamy? No, George was... Um, he was like... He was the one that was in love with Meredith <laughs> for a was while. There McSte- was there a McSteamy no. and a McDreamy yeah. or is that, are they two different things? No, no they, were bo- they were both there. He got replaced yeah. with this really angry character called McScreamy. He's like the new <laughs> heartthrob, but like he's the bad boy in town, you know? Can I grab a He's right like, right? oh, come to my hardcore gig. <laughs> 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 That'll be fun. Post post this podcast edit to our. Uh, I'll grab levels. a uh, large McScreamy meal, please. <laughs> yeah. Large coke. Large coke. How how is the second lockdown going? Oh yeah, tack of the McScreamies. And how long ago was this? Was this track recorded? I guess with with the same like the EP was all recorded together in the same bunch of tracks pre COVID. Oh, oh my gosh, I don't even know. It was like a year ago maybe that we recorded it. Yeah, maybe maybe September, October. I think it was school holidays for me. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Mm. And it was it was really cool because we recorded these songs in a different process to what we'd done before. Our previous EP we had recorded live. Um, and this time we worked for the first, for, it was our first experience working with a producer. We worked with um, Fletcher Matthews and... It was just awesome. Like we learned so much about um, songwriting and um, by by working with Fletch, and we recorded most of this in his apartment, actually, um, except for we hired a studio to do drums. And yeah, it was an awesome experience, and I think working with Fletch really helped us to take the songs to their full potential. I think and. Um, yeah, so we're super, super proud of them all. Well, we're super excited and we're going to actually play it in a minute here. So, um, we're, look, we're really looking forward to hearing it. And is there any, I guess it's hard for you at the moment, but is there any, um, plans on anything around the release, anything extra coming up? I mean, you may have seen our um, highly viewed Two Truths, One Lie series on Instagram. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Interestingly, but... it's become... What is it? <laughs> two, two, lies, two lies, one truth. Two lies, one truth. <laughs> we, we recorded yeah. them all and then realised that the, the date of release has changed. So, 
whatever. <laughs> Let's go ahead and see if we can't make it three lies. <laughs> it's never coming out. I think um, um, the, the one thing that we do have coming out with this single is we're doing a collaboration with um, our friend Cam, who is um, in this awesome Sydney band called Baby Beef. Um, he is not only an amazing musician, um, but also makes condiments. He's got a condiment business called Condimental and we're teaming up with them. And I think we're, we're making like a, a little sauce merch thing. Oh, that's oh. sick. Yeah. I'm so into Cause it's, it's a real song to eat your feelings to. I would say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we wanted something, we wanted something edible. Yeah. Uh, what what type what type of sauce? I mean, like, have you you must have thought about what type of sauce is it going to be? Like, are we thinking like more kind of a satay based sauce? Is it going to be like a sweet sauce? Oh. I guess I'm really going to get to the guts of it. Greg, I love a satay. I would have been pleased with that personally. We wanted to do an idea that we threw around was doing because the the EP. Oh, I don't know. Am I allowed to say what it's called? No, probably can't. Um, yeah, I actually, yeah, forgot I actually forgot if we're allowed <laughs> to say it or not. Because what I can't what I can't remember is, are we announcing that we're releasing an EP with the single? Yeah, like, when you were like, "Is something else coming out?" I was like, "Maybe." You said, uh, "Yeah, I don't know." Anyway, you may have tuned. heard it here. Stay tuned. They might the current, be releasing an EP too. Yeah, the current idea um, for the the condiment is um, is it like a. It's blood, blood orange, blood orange mm-hmm. and thyme, oh. um, and thyme. So, like for example, you could probably try putting it on some pancakes, or I reckon maybe on. I personally, I will go some ice cream, um, like vanilla ice cream. Wow. Um, or you know, there's lots of things you could do with it. Drink it. It's a dessert, pour it all pour over it yourself. Pour it over somebody pour else's it. body. Oh yeah, you can oh, pour it over pour, someone else's. Dude, I'll pour it all over myself. I'm not wasting that. I'm to, so if I'm gonna take it out on, gleefully on from the from from the bag and then drop it <laughs> devastatingly on your on your kitchen tiles, you know, and then and then put the song on and have a cry about that. It's fucking endless. Yeah, dude, that's sick. I, that's yeah. that's multi-purpose the best sauce. Ever. Wow, I'm stoked about that. I'm really envious that you guys are doing that. That sounds cool. Um, well, yeah. Look, let us know when it's available because I. You know, I'll throw it on pancakes. I'll throw it on myself. I'll throw it on. You know, I'll make a real make a real night of it. Throw it on the wall if you feel like having a tantrum, or yeah, yeah there's lots of things you can do. Um, I think canvas. Enter it into canvas, the Archibald. Yes, Archibald. Yeah, Archibald. Archibald. <laughs> yeah. blood orange self portrait. I'm looking forward to it. Very true. I mean, who who hasn't gotten into all this like experimental food stuff during COVID? Like, what else do you do? But do yeah, Master Chef challenges and things like that. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) get into some arts and crafts. But um, I think you know we would definitely be playing some shows for it if things were opened up. But I guess maybe we'll see what happens with that. Um, But I think there's some more some more announcements coming up over the next like couple of weeks well fingers yeah fingers crossed um things can open up soon you can start playing live again would definitely be coming down to watch um but i want to say thanks so much for your time tonight it's been absolutely awesome to have you on um and we're gonna play the single now as we're going off anything you want to say to any of the boys fans out there 
stay tuned into the Instagram, I guess. Yeah, and thank you, and we we love you so much because we're we're nothing without without you. You know, like that's that's my heartfelt. We love you. I would love to give you a hug. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's awesome. We have heaps of fans who chat to us on social media and then come to the gigs, and we love nothing more than when people come up and say hi, and we get to put faces to Instagram handles, which. We've done a bunch of times and made some new friends from it. So, um, yeah, keep it up because we love it. Sick. Is there anything, like, if you guys had to have just just final, final, final thing, if you guys had to have, like, a, a saying or, like, a slogan just when you're leaving, um, sometimes Jake and I, like, you know, when we think about when, we, when we're doing the podcast, like, sometimes we just have a little a little saying that we have, like, that we just think about during the week or how we're feeling. Um, Jake's before I think Jake's has been like keep it real that you've said yeah, that a couple of I've times said, I've, I've, I've been known to say that yeah you say um, that heaps actually. is I, I it kind it of quite, like do you mean do you mean kind of like Rove McManus's say hi to your mum for me exactly yes exactly the same but it can but it changes every week and it's all about kind of how you're feeling at the moment um, so you work like mine today would probably be like uh, it's a Thursday in at like around the evening um and I'm probably might make some. I've got some broccolini in the fridge yes, uh, and some chicken, and I'll cook that up or something. Like that would be my yeah, like my saying kind of thing. It's not super catchy, but it would be. That's probably what I don't mind it. What, yeah. what, pissy, pissy. Yeah, not as catchy, Jakey. What would what would yours be? Um, mine would be when your clothes are finished in the washing machine. Don't leave them for too long because they start to smell. And I've they really do start stunk, to smell. I've really smelled a lot this week. That would be mine. Okay. Yep. Cool. Hillary, what would yours? What would your um, Rove McManus style uh, saying be? Oh, I don't know. Talking about the single has made me feel really amped um, and sort of kind of a little obnoxious. I think I'd probably just walk down the street being like, "Boys, light up!" You know. <laughs> That's boys, sick. Boys, boys. <laughs> yes. That's sick. That's better than ours. Uh, Tessa, what would yours be? Oh, I was gonna say something like, "Yeah, the boys with mandatory like shuckers." Yeah. That's I love that too. Actually, all, all yeah. that Narrabeen living is uh, coming coming <laughs> to the top. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh my there. god! You should hear the surf lingo that I've been getting down. I've been making up my own and going a bit rogue. Um, so I'm all about it, Chuckers. What's your what's best? Your what's your best, your best uh, surf, lingo? Uh, surf lingo? Oh well, like you know how um, you know everyone's got these like colloquialisms for getting barreled, like getting bazzard, getting in the green room. Etc. Well, I was trying to launch um, like getting noodled because they're all about it, like oh. being a noodle, but also um, getting in the green cheesel. Oh, oh I, like that. I like that. <laughs> That's sick. That's sick. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're now free for everybody to use if you would, if you would like to. Everybody out there, I think, I think that's a great way to leave it. Get in the green cheesel. Have a good week. Yes. <laughs> and here's the boys' new single. I wake and wonder where you are It feels too far from me right now You're next to me but miles away Was it too hard for you to stay? So you change your mind for a second time Should've known you didn't mean it And you